You are Locked On Hawks, your daily Atlanta Hawks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, friends. Welcome to episode 651 of the Locked On Hawks podcast. I'm your host, Brad Roland. This is an emergency podcast. You probably already know what's going on by the time you're listening to this podcast. But if you don't know, it is Tuesday, about midday, when I am recording this. And normally that's not my recording time. We did a podcast earlier over the weekend. But word broke Tuesday morning that John Collins will be suspended without pay for 25 games by the NBA. Word first broke from Adrian Wojnarowski of ESPN, later announced by the uh, NBA itself. And the quote from the NBA in the release was, the suspension would be for, quote, violating the terms of the NBA-MBPA anti-drug agreement by testing positive for growth hormone-releasing peptide 2, end quote. So, basically, Collins is suspended for um, an anti-drug policy violation. Uh, later, after the word broke from Adrian Wojnarowski, uh, he then got a statement from John Collins, which I'm, which I'm going to read to you right now, and it says the following. First, I want to apologize to my teammates, the Hawks organization, our fans, partners, and community as a whole for the situation. I understand the impact this matter has on what we are trying to achieve together this season. I'm incredibly frustrated and disappointed in myself for putting all of us in this position. I have always been incredibly careful about what I put in my body, but I took a supplement which, unbeknownst to me, has been contaminated with an illegal component. I plan to appeal my suspension to arbitration so I can get back on the court as soon as possible and continue to contribute to our 2019-2020 campaign, end quote. So, obviously, this was quite a bombshell on Tuesday morning. Look behind the curtain for me. Uh, I was plugged in all morning doing normal stuff, writing power rankings and all that stuff that I normally would do on a Tuesday. And then I had to step into a meeting. And when I stepped out of the meeting, uh, this, this, this news was all over my phone, et cetera, et cetera. So I am reacting as quickly as possible, just like everybody else is. Definitely jarring news for the Hawks. You know, the first thing that I want to say here is that we don't know all the information. Obviously, you're, you have the, you have the, uh, the raw detail of the basically a positive test for this that almost had to had to have uh, existed in order for the suspension to come down Collins is going to appeal at least from what he said and of course he did say that it was unbeknownst to him they they took the supplement I have to say that's something that basically every player says when they do this not every single player but most players say that kind of that that kind of thing so draw your own conclusions there I'm not going to offer any because I don't really have any information on that um you know my first reaction was to be skeptical but it's just that's part of my nature, but yeah, all that to say, I don't know what happened here. Clearly I'm going off of what the NBA announced and what Collins actually had to say in his statement to ESPN. So what we know though, at at this point in time is that he is going to be suspended for 25 games that could be shortened. You know, it would be stunning by all parties if it was actually overturned completely. Um, DeAndre Ayton is suspended for this same thing right now. Um, at least very, very similarly, same 25 game timetable, Wilson Chandler, same thing. It seems as if the NBA is cracking down to some degree on, uh, on their testing here. But regardless, um, if Collins misses all 25 games, he will not be back until late December. The first game that he would be eligible to return for is December 23rd against the Brooklyn Nets. That is a long time from now. You know, talking about almost two months away from the team and Collins being the team's second best player, that's a huge loss for Atlanta. It is frustrating, I'm sure, for Hawks fans to see this come across the timeline on Tuesday morning. Um, You know, Collins... It's just it's kind of inexplicable that someone in his position would take something that's uh, that's banned, particularly with all the training staff stuff that the Hawks have invested in, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, 
it's just one of those things where I understand fans, a lot of the reaction was like, you know, how can he do this, et cetera, et cetera. I am sort of of, the, of that same mind. Um, you know, we don't know all the information, but clearly, you know, the Hawks can't be thrilled with this. And we have not seen a team statement as of the time of this recording. Again, it's about noon Eastern time as I'm recording this. Nothing from the Hawks officially just yet. Uh, the league announces the suspension. The Hawks have not said anything. I'm sure they will come down with a statement of some sort in the near future. But as of this recording time, I do not have that information. And we'll update it for you later on today when the Hawks play their game against San Antonio. A couple of quick thoughts here, though, before we get to, uh, you know, just the nitty gritty here. The Again, December 23rd is the next time the Hawks will have John Collins if the suspension is served in full, which right now I have to assume that it will be. There is the potential, though, that it could be uh, cut down but by, by appeal, etc. Um, during that time, the Hawks play against 16 projected playoff teams out of 25 games. We've talked about the schedule quite a bit on this podcast and how ugly it is at times early in the season. That is doubly so true without John Collins in the lineup. Um, and by the way, that 16 out of the 25 does not even include teams like Minnesota and Phoenix, who are both playing quite well right now, for instance. So the schedule is not forgiving for Atlanta here. <clears throat> Collins also um, projects to lose more than $600,000 in salary. It's a, it's a suspension without pay, so that's uh, just basically just affects John's wallet, but still something to keep in mind there. The Hawks do not, do not have any salary cap relief by this, but after November 12th, the Hawks would be able to sign another player um, to the roster without cutting someone if they chose to do so because of the way that the exemptions sort of work in that in that instance. I'm not sure if they will do that, but they certainly could if they wanted to get depth, and honestly, at center, they probably need some depth right now. Even with Collins not being a primary center, he's been playing center so far this season, and they just need some more size, most likely. So I would not be surprised if they went out and signed someone in the near future. Um, just as a big picture item here, I said this before, but Collins is the team's second best player. You know, last season I actually argued he was the best player on the team you know, with the way that Trey was so inconsistent, um, top to you know, top to bottom of the full season. I thought Collins was the best player on the team last season. I would certainly say that Young's the best player of the team now, but Collins is a clear number two on that list. With him out of the lineup, you would project to see more, more minutes from Jabari Parker for sure. He's a, you know, that's kind of the big difference between, between last year and this year on this Hawks team in terms of uh, replacing John Collins. It was that last year they were rough without him. We'll talk about that more in a second, but having Jabari on the roster does make for a clean sort of upgrade in terms of his role. You'll see what Parker does in terms of playing more minutes. You know, he's always not, not as good as Collins, but he has shown flashes offensively to this point in the season and at least has a pedigree of being a starting power forward. Behind him, though, you have Vince Carter, um, who's going to play some more minutes, you'd imagine, at this point in time. Maybe Evan Turner at the four. Um, if he, if and when he, he returns, he's actually ruled out already for Tuesday night's game. Uh, Chandler Parsons, if he's able to get healthy, that's a big if. Nothing on that front so far. And then you could also see De- uh, DeAndre Hunter at the four, potentially in the near future. You know, Collins has been playing about a third of his minutes at center this year. With that option now off the table, that puts even more pressure. On Alex Lynn, um, also more pressure on Bruno Fernando and Damian Jones, so um, that's something to keep an eye on there. You know, center spot was already weak, and honestly, big picture, the Hawks are now asking to fill 96 minutes at the, at the four and the five spots between Jabari Parker, Vince Carter, Alex Lynn, Bruno Fernando, and Damian Jones. That is, um, if not the weakest front court in the entire NBA, it is one of the weakest. Um, maybe if you put a couple of the other ones around then it wouldn't look so jarring like, you know, Washington, for instance, it would be pretty rough. Uh, Golden State if Draymond's out, etc. But it's one of the weakest in the league now at the four and the five, uh, to be sure, without John Collins for the next 25 games. Um, just for some stats here, the Hawks last season were 24 and 37 with John Collins in the lineup. They were five and 16 without him. That is a pretty stark difference. Um, in fact, Collins had the best on-off rating last year 
on the entire roster. He was the team was minus 1.4 points per 100 possessions with him on the court, which is like a 38 win, you know, 39 win kind of um, level of play with him on the floor for the entire season. That was the best on the team. If you if you remove Tyler Dorsey, who was a very small sample size of guys who played real minutes, Collins had the best on off rating on the team last year. And also the Hawks were minus 8.2 with him off the court. That's one of the worst marks in the league over a full season. Um, this year it's about the same. It's minus 2 when he's on the court, minus 8.7 when he's off the court. All that to say, it's very obvious, but the Hawks are much, much better when John Collins plays than when he is not on the court. You know, Trey Young is probably the most obvious circumstance of guys that we're talking about where that split really exists because this year especially they need Trey on offense, but John would be clearly number two, and with the way that they sort of built the roster around him, you could argue that it's better set up in some ways this year with Jabari Parker in the lineup, but at center the team is weaker, so there's, so, there's sort of a drop-off there. Would you trade you know, the backup four situation last year early in the season when it was kind of, when it was kind of brutal? You do have Jabari, but you don't have Dwayne Dedman, for instance. So a lot of uh, shakeup here, but you know more minutes for some guys that you don't necessarily want more minutes for, and that's uh, a little bit rough for the Hawks. So, you know, in general, this is a massive loss. I'm not breaking any news there. Collins, you know, the all-star stuff that was building out for him before the season starts is now out the window with this. You would have to imagine the production has been not quite as robust on a per game, you know, stat st- standpoint, but honestly, I think he's been playing some of the best bas- basketball of his career so far this year with the defensive end, particularly, um, you know, w- with his defensive profile, the way that his has been pretty shaky in previous years, the fact that he's been playing defense this year has been encouraging offensively. The numbers are always going to be there for John. So it's a big loss. That's not breaking any news here. And again, we will update you throughout the process on appeal stuff as it comes in but for now it is uh yeah a little bit rough um oh and by the way as i'm recording this here is the statement from uh, travis schlank in my email box so uh here is the i'm gonna read i'm gonna read it to you right now as the final thing on this podcast this is from travis schlank on behalf of the entire hawks organization we're disappointed to learn that john put himself in an, un- un- in an unfortunate situation and violated the league's anti-drug policy we hold ourselves and each of our players to a high standard we are committed to supporting John as he learns from his setback and continues to grow as both a player and a person. Head coach Lloyd Pierce and I have have both talked to him, and we believe that he is truly remorseful for his actions. We will provide John with support on and off the court while we look forward to his return to the team. And uh, the same... um, Statement also from John Collins has been released by the Hawks as well. So that's what Travis Schlenk had to say. No big surprise there. You know, they, you know, the appeal was going to happen here, but the fact that Schlenk is expressing the fact that, you know, they're disappointed with his actions and uh, they hold the team to a higher standard. They definitely uh, are not shying away from the fact that Collins messed up here. Um, there is some, obviously, onus on him. So, yeah, we'll come back to that then later. If, if there's anything else that breaks on Tuesday afternoon, this is a situation where I'm recording on my lunch hour. So it's just one of those things. I am trying to get some content out into the world, but... Big picture here, the schedule is pretty brutal for the Hawks. Again, 16 and the next 25 that, Haw- that Collins is supposed to miss are projected against playoff teams, and that is a really, really tough and daunting stretch because the Hawks are 2-3 and three right now. If they could just hold a, hold a float without him, there is some reason to believe that they could be um, in good and, and at least in decent shape the second half of the season because the schedule does lighten up. But Trey Young is, uh, I guess, projected to play on Tuesday night. He's still questionable for now, but Chris Haynes of Yahoo reported that he's expected to play on Tuesday. Um, there was a lot, a lot of questions immediately in my in my Twitter feed about whether that was even wise to play him now with Collins on the shelf, maybe just maybe punt a game or two um, to see if you can get him uh, back to 100% health. You know, I think the Hawks will be only play Trey Young if he's able to play and yeah, at full capacity. But 
It's worth noting that, you know, if you are a t- if you are a person that was projecting the Hawks to make the playoffs this year, this is a big loss. Um, I'm not going to tell you that closes the door com- com- completely on that. I was on record before the season as not picking the Hawks to make the playoffs. Um, with the way they looked early in the year, in particular with, with the way that Trey looked, the door was certainly open for that in a week in a weekend Eastern Conference. But if you factor in a 25 game absence for John Collins it becomes very, very difficult to pick the Hawks to make the playoffs. It is not out of the question by any means because Trey is playing that well and because the defense has been pretty good so far this season, et cetera, et cetera. But um, the team takes a big-time hit. You know, maybe maybe it's only two wins over 25 games that you would have gotten with Collins that you won't get now, but that's uh, that's real. That's tangible. And for a team that, you know, on the high end was going to be competing for the low end of the playoff race, um, that's a big, big loss. So we'll come back and talk more about that later. We will definitely see the Hawks in action without him on Tuesday. That is uh, definitely not going to change between now and then. Even if the appeal happens, it will take a little bit of time here. So he's going to miss Tuesday's game. This is not like baseball where you can appeal and keep playing. He is He's out as of Tuesday. And the Hawks have a game on Wednesday and another game on Friday before they hit the road for the uh, now infamous five-game West Coast trip. So stay tuned for all the latest on this podcast feed as well as my Twitter feed at BT Rollin'. Please subscribe to the podcast, and uh, we will have a new podcast episode with the latest on Collins and everything from Hawks Spurs later on tonight. So stay tuned for that.